This is our people podcast, telling the stories behind South Tyneside and Sunderland NHS Foundation Trust. Hi, and welcome to Our People Podcast. My name's Harry Newhouse. I'm a PR and social media assistant within the comms team here at the Trust and will be your host for today. On this episode of our big health and wellbeing team talk campaign, we will be chatting to our staff who who work on our new tobacco dependence treatment service team. And as it is October, we will be discussing Stoptober and the importance of quitting smoking. Here with me today to talk about this is tobacco dependence service leads, Elaine Jackson and Josie Onwuluri as well as Occupational Health and Wellbeing Specialist Jody Kendall. Welcome to the podcast, Elaine, Josie and Jody. Hi. So, Elaine and Josie, um, could you please explain what your roles are here at the Trust and what uh, it involves on a daily basis? Yes, certainly. Thank you, Harry, for having us here today. So the Tobacco Dependency Service is made up of leads and advisors who will support um, staff in identifying tobacco-dependent inpatients via an opt-out referral um, pathway or system and the service aims to pick up patients within 24 hours of referral to provide them with support either to stop smoking or to abstain from smoking while remaining as inpatients in the hospital. Those who choose to stop smoking will continue to receive support when they are discharged from the hospital to their local stop smoking service in their areas we also offer support um, to pregnant people who choose um, to receive support from our service directly or they can be referred to their local stop smoking service. The support provided is um, lasted duration of 12 weeks and the referral is from the community midwives. Thank you. And Jody, you work in occupational health as a well-being specialist. Could you explain what, your, what, what occupational health is, uh, your role within that department and how it links with the tobacco dependence treatment service team? Yeah, so occupational health and wellbeing are responsible for looking after the workforce. Um, within the occupational health department, we have our admin team, the occupational health nursing team, physio team, uh, moving and handling service, childcare care coordinator and the wellbeing team. Um, and obviously, as you said, I work within the wellbeing team. Um, what we look to do is proactively support staff with the health and wellbeing, um, covering all aspects of kind of health and wellbeing. So we do this through various different in- interventions, such as health and wellbeing checks, childcare and carer support, health promotion, uh, lifestyle support and advice. And obviously, as part of our lifestyle support, we look to promote stop smoking services to staff. Um, and kind of what's available for staff with it within the local environment, um, as well as edu- educating staff on the benefits of stopping smoking. So although we don't work directly with the same patient group as, as the tobacco dependency team, um, we have the same overall goal that we all want to encourage and support people in our community to quit smoking. Um, and that's obviously also something that's one of the aims of the trust um, within our health and wellbeing strategy that we're working um, with the TDTS as well as colleagues from public health and local authorities to create a smoke-free culture. And because uh, as of April 2020, our trust has been a smoke-free organisation uh, as we commit to providing a healthy environment for everyone. Um, what do we mean when we say we are smoke-free and uh, how important is that uh, for people to follow uh, smoke-free regulations when on our sites? 
So the, the rollout of the tobacco dependence service um, will support the refresh of the, the trust smoke-free policy um, in that more patients will be supported to remain smoke-free while in hospital. Um, a smoke-free trust is one that prohibits smoking anywhere on site in addition to offering evidence-based treatment for tobacco dependence for all who smoke, be that patients or staff. Um, it's important to protect everyone on trust sites from exposure to secondhand smoke, which is a significant health risk. Exposure to secondhand smoke increases the risk of lung cancer, heart disease, as well as triggering or aggravating existing respiratory conditions, such as asthma or bronchitis. Also, supporting patients to stop smoke while in hospital improves their recovery and reduces the risk of readmission to hospital. So people visiting the trust who smoke on site will be asked not to smoke and reminded of the trust smoke-free policy. Those who refuse to comply with the trust smoke-free policy will be asked to leave by the, the site by the security staff. Um, staff who smoke can access stop smoking support. Jodie will give more information on, on that. Um, and those who fail to comply with the trust smoke-free policy could face disciplinary action. So just how important is it to stop smoking and how does it affect people? So every year around 78,000 people in the UK die from smoking. Um, that's a huge number of people. And stopping smoking is the single most effective, well, cost-effective life-saving intervention. Um, is the, smoking is the single greatest cause of preventable death, disability, ill health and social inequality. There is a higher number of smokers with low income across South Tyneside and Sunderland in comparison to the rest of the UK. And this means the financial cost of smoking impacts more for, for money for basic needs for those people. So that's why it's really important to kind of address this if we can in, in, in this I, I suppose it, it costs the NHS and our trusts lots of money each year just to to make sure people are like people who have got uh, illnesses from smoking to try and treat them. So it must cost the trust an extortionate amount each yeah, year. Yeah, so there's a lot of money on on the cost of treating people, but it's the cost to those people as well in ill health, earlier yeah. death. You know, it's 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 across both. As you mentioned there. Like especially during the cost of living crisis, mm -hmm. a lot of people are cash strapped, and having an addiction such as smoking can cause a lot of money stress for people. For many people, uh, prior uh, to recording to this episode, I found uh, this website called Fresh Quit, and I found it really useful as um, you were able to put uh, put in the price of a packet of cigarettes and the the amount you smoke, uh, and it will tell you how much you are spending weekly, monthly, and yearly. For example, the average price of cigarettes in the UK is £12.71 and if someone smokes 20 a day, they are spending £88.95p a week, which is £4,639.15p a year, which is crazy really, isn't it? It is. So, so that is a really useful app to help smokers calculate the cost of smoking. Um, there's also an NHS Stop Smoking app, which kind of helps with giving them information on the benefits of stopping smoking over time cost calculation, um, what to expect with withdrawal symptoms and things like that, um, and also a quit line so people can get more information with the NHS quit line. 
and it also needs to be noted that some smokers um, may not buy packs of cigarettes. They might be buying pouches of tobacco. Um, and if they're buying illicit tobacco, because that's also an issue to try and keep the cost down, they're getting worse um, impact of smoking because of the higher levels of the toxic chemicals. There's no regulation on the illicit tobacco, so they could be getting um, like more damaging to their health. Um, that's why the, the rollout of the Tobacco Defendant Service has been planned across the UK to try and support reducing the number of people who smoke. So your, your team, uh, the Tobacco Dependence Treatment Service, it's uh, fairly new to our trust, isn't it? And um, how important is it to have this service available for patients and what happens when someone uses it? So that's right, we're just um, starting to roll the service out initially, starting um, at the respiratory wards in Sunderland. We are um, starting in four wards across the Sunderland Hospital. And then we'll also be picking some maternity patients in Southside initially, with a view to roll out um, the whole service throughout all maternity and inpatient across both Southside and Sunderland Trust. Uh, the service will help the Trust smoke-free policy by visiting patients on the ward to provide support to remain smoke-free, um, which is in line with NHS um, initiative to cut down on um, smoking um, also to it also support support um, patient to quit if they intend to do so and not 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 smoking will support patient to improve their recovery in time and reduce the time amount of time they stay in the hospital as well as reducing the risk of readmission um, the benefit to pregnant um, smokers is to improve the health outcome of the unborn baby as well as reducing the, um, the number of times at which they are attending antenatal appointments. Also, it reduces um, pregnancy-related complications for the mother. Also, let's not forget the benefit of um, a child living in a smoke-free environmental home. So that would improve their health outcome overall. Thank you. And um, there's, like, the, nowadays, there's a lot of alternatives um, that have been brought up to the market and um like and e-cigarettes e have become very popular in recent years um is this a good alternative to smoking cigarettes um well research shows um that e-cigarettes uh, use is 95 percent safer than smoking so a lot of people perceive that they're, that they're not great but what you're getting when you're using an e-cigarette is just the nicotine and the propellant you're not getting all of the toxic chemicals that are in cigarette combustible cigarettes, um, including um, carbon monoxide, all sorts of nasty chemicals, aldehyde, um, arsenic, you know, all, all, of, all of that. So they're not, there hasn't been enough um, evidence over time to confirm that they are safe, but in comparison to, to smoking cigarettes, they are 95% safer, so they're definitely, and people are being shown to quit smoking while using them as well. Not everybody uses them to quit smoking, but people can, be, yeah. can uh, effectively stop smoking. They're a lot cheaper than cigarettes as well, so they seem as a more attractive option quite often for um, people wanting to stop smoking. So um, they can 
be used alongside nicotine replacement therapy as well to support people to stop. Mm -hmm. um, we don't actually advocate the use of e-cigarettes within our buildings in the trust, so the smoke-free policy does not advocate the use of them in the buildings, but you are allowed to use them on trust site. Um, so, say staff wanted to use an e-cigarette to stop themselves mm -hmm. smoking, um, they'd be able to use that as long as they were outside. <laughs> I think the other thing probably around e-cigarettes is similar to what you were saying about normal cigarettes is there's a lot of products on the market and the e-cigarettes that we might recommend to use to help assist people stop smoking are properly regulated. Um, and again, there are some products on the market that may contain harmful um, chemicals. So it's always important to, to kind of read the packaging and, you know, and check that what, what product you are buying um, is something that isn't harmful that you, you're putting into using your body. So um, again, it's, it's just making sure that you're using a, a properly regulated product to, so that it is actually a safer product that you, you're using. What sort of treatments are available for those wanting to quit smoking and uh, do you have any advice? Yes, so the treatment available through our service um, for inpatients includes specialist um, advice and behavioural support, um, nicotine replacement products like uh, patches, gum, inhalators. These are all available from the hospital pharmacy. For our pregnant smokers, um, the tobacco dependence service will provide them with nicotine replacement therapy via an electronic e-voucher scheme supported by participating local pharmacies. And your, your department, the, uh, the Tobacco Dependence Treatment Service, uh, is, is purely for inpatients and uh, maternity patients, am I right? Yes, um, that's right. Is, is there anything for staff who wish to quit smoking? Yeah, certainly there's some really great support out there. We're really lucky in the area that we live in. Um, that there's lots of services available for staff who want to stop smoking to access. Um, and if anybody who works within the trust and organisation wants any further information about how to access those services or they'd just like to have a chat around maybe stopping smoking, um, they can definitely contact the wellbeing team by dropping us an email um, at stsft.wellbeing at nhs.net. Like when the patient comes into the hospital, what sort of service do they do they get as soon as they come in and if they, we know that they're smoking that they're a smoker yeah. um, what sort of service is available and what happens when they come into the hospital okay so currently before the tobacco dependence service has been launched um there is a kind of like a system where identified smokers are provided with nicotine replacement therapy and um if they're identified as a smoker there's a launch pad report which is passed to the local stop smoking services who then contact those people once they're discharged from hospital to offer them stop smoking support. The difference is going to be with our service launch that we will be picking up the patients while they're in hospital so we won't we are still expecting them to be supported either at A&E or when they first come on to a ward by the nursing staff to identify them as smokers and provide them with nicotine replacement therapy. Our service would pick them up within the 24 hours of them being admitted to hospital to provide more, more support, um, support them in using the NRT products correctly, whether, like work out whether they're on the right dose for them 
um, try and um, support them to, to, to consider a, a quit attempt. Um, and then if they are willing to make a quit attempt, support them while they're in hospital and then refer them over to the Stop Smoking support services. As Jodie said, they're really good in both South Tyneside and uh, Sunderland and they would then pick up the rest of the quit attempt with that individual. And can I just add, for the maternity patients as well, we will be running clinics on certain days of the week. So if a, we pick up a maternity patient who want to use a service, then we would book them into a clinic where we would follow them if they are happy to stay with us through a 12-week period to support them to quit. And they also have an option to use the local stop smoking service if that is more convenient for them as well. That's what we provide as a service. Oh, perfect. And obviously, it's October. It's um, Stoptober. Uh, it's that, and that's an NHS campaign that supports uh, smokers and encourages that encourages them to stop uh, during the month. Um, could you tell us a bit about more about Stoptober and what the and what the trust is doing to support support this campaign? Yeah, so Stoptober is a, a major annual event and I think a lot of people are aware of it and have heard of it now. Um, and obviously it aims to encourage smokers to quit over the course of the month um, with a view to kind of encouraging you to stop permanently after that because there's a lot of evidence out there that suggests if you can quit for 28 days, you're five times more likely to quit for good. Um, and over the course of the next two months, we're doing a lot of health and wellbeing promotion and a lot of events out there for staff on various different health and wellbeing topics, including smoking, cancer awareness, menopause, physical activity, to name just a few. Um, you can find out more about what's going on on the big health and wellbeing team talk on, uh, page on the staff internet, but specifically around Stoptober and stopping smoking over the next couple of weeks, um, myself and the, the TDTS team um, are going to be having some stands in staff restaurants. Um, and we'll also uh, be doing some walk arounds across the trust as well to promote the stop smoking support available for staff um, as well as promoting the TDTS service um, so yeah keep an eye out for us and please come over and say hello and find out more where can people go to find out more information about quitting smoking uh, you've mentioned several webs websites already today but is there anywhere in particular that's sort of the best place to go or um, anywhere just you'd, that you'd recommend for patients and staff who, who want to quit smoking. Again, I think it's about making sure that, as you say, there's lots of great resources out there, particularly online now, and there's apps and different things, but it's making sure that you get one that's that's regulated and that the information's coming from the right sources and the right people. So the NHS website's always a great one from that avenue of things, um, and also local government websites as, as well are good ones to access about what kind of local services are provided. Um, if you're not employed by the trust and you're thinking about quitting smoking and you know you don't want to go online or download apps and things like that, you can always speak to your GP about stopping smoking or local pharmacies as well um, because obviously a lot of the nicotine replacement products will, will be within your local pharmacy. So you can have a conversation with, with them to see what help and supports around. And obviously, as I said before, for our staff who are employed by South Tyneside and Sunderland Foundation Trust um, and Choice, um, We'll be dropping off some information to the wards and departments for you so you can speak to us when we come come around there we'll be in the staff restaurants um or you can always get in touch with us via email or phone 
um, if you want more information around things from that. Brilliant, thank you. And uh, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope uh, you, our listeners, have, have found it really helpful, especially those looking to stop smoking this October. Uh, thank you, Elaine, Josie and Jodie for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Our People Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and check out our other stories. Hit subscribe to keep up with the latest and catch up with what we've been up to on our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram pages. Just search for our name.